Welcome to the inaugural episode of A Garden Runs Through It, a podcast of the UC Master Gardener program of Clusa County, produced by RadioClusa.com. I'm Jerry Hernandez, your host and coordinator of the Clusa County program. On today's episode, I'm joined with Master Gardener Nancy Cutter. Nancy, tell us about yourself. I have been a master gardener for 10 years. I've been farming almonds in the Arbuckle area for 20 years, and I currently work for the Calusa County Office of Education at the Farm to School program, teaching kids about planting vegetables. I'm Jerry, and I've been a master gardener for 10 years. I've also been the coordinator for 10 years. I grew up in farming, and I work for the Cooperative Extension doing uh, not only master gardener chores, but agriculture research with the farm advisors. So November is coming to an end and December brings some gardening chores. Nancy, what should you we be doing in our garden this month? It's really time to clear out your garden. Weed between the beds, clear out all the old leaves that might be harboring insects. Take out all the non-producing plants that you don't need anymore. Probably the tomatoes because it was a weird tomato year. No one got very many tomatoes. Did you get any tomatoes, Jerry? I got some tomatoes. You know, if it if the winter stays mild, Tomatoes are actually a perennial, and you could grow them year-round. Our winters usually get a little too cold, but they're saying it's going to be a warm winter. So if you want to keep your tomatoes in, why not try it? Mm-hmm. And then also mulching the bare ground is a good idea. It retains the soil mo- moisture. Or you can plant a cover crop, like mustard. Do you ever plant cover crops? No, but I do like clover, to um, plant clover in my lawn. I don't have much lawn anymore, but I like the clover in my lawn. Mm-hmm. And it helps with erosion when we finally do get rain. And then, of course, planting your winter garden. Yeah, I've had a winter garden before, and um, I love having the cauliflower. I personally don't like broccoli, so don't ever plant stuff that you don't like. <laughs> and then I had never, I didn't know how Brussels sprouts grew. And I was so amazed when they came up and the, they're on a stock and I was just so thrilled with them they're kind of hard to grow in our area they need kind of a cold winter they're interesting to grow yeah they're really interesting they've been hardy so far in my garden good they look good too they're a nice solid green color and I also have let's see some kale and lettuce which the wind was pretty rough on them this year but lots of onions garlic you plant leeks? I don't plant a lot of vegetables. I know that sounds weird, but I'm more of an ornamental person. And so I like to plant bulbs, flowers, sweet peas, calendulas, stuff like that. I prefer more of that personally. Edible flowers are nice for salads. Yes. Pansies, violas, you put the petals of those in your salad. And it's really pretty too. Really pretty, yeah. It takes that green salad and brightens it up. And, um, but I do plant carrots, spinach, radishes. I don't know why, but I just love growing radishes. And radishes are great for kids because they, uh, they sprout so fast. Yes, they do. Do you ever mix them with your carrot seeds and plant them I together? I have not. That's a good idea. They mature early and you can pull them out and then your carrots come up. 
Yeah, then your carrots will be spaced nicely. Kids love pulling those things out. Yeah, they do. So try some radishes. It's a good idea. How about fava beans? I've never done fava beans. They're a good crop for kids because they're such giant seeds. Yeah. And you just plant them inside the tomato cage and they come up within two weeks. Oh, yeah, then you don't have to get rid of that cage. Yes, repurpose. Yeah. Do you ever grow beets? I just planted some beets. Yeah. Oh, I've never grown beets, but I do love pickled beets. I don't care for just regular beets. I love them pickled, though. I can put a lot of them on my salad. And you can eat the greens, too. Yeah. You don't sound too excited about the greens. <laughs> you know, I have found, you know, I've started to like kale. I have a story about my dad. I spent a lot of time with my dad last winter. And so I made this soup with kale in it. Now, he lives in Missouri. He was born in California, but he's lived in Missouri for many, many years now. And so every time we went somewhere, he would be like, my daughter fed me kale. What the heck? Kale. You know, she's from California. She eats kale. And everybody would <laughs> laugh. It's like, oh, Dad, it's not that weird. So maybe I should start growing some kale. Now, have you planted potatoes? I have not, but I'm going to this year. I love growing potatoes. It's one of those weird things that makes me feel like a farmer. And so um, they're really easy. And you would just get, um, you can just get a potato from the store, but those sometimes have a, a, a retardant on it. And I don't mean that to sound weird, but the, uh, the store doesn't want the potatoes sprouting while it's still there. So you could go to um, a garden store or the feed store here in town and buy potatoes that are specifically for that. You cut up, cut it up so that they have the little eyes. You let them sit overnight so they heal over a little. Throw them in the ground and they start growing just like that. I like to do them, I do them in buckets uh, because once you have potatoes, you will always have potatoes, which is not a bad thing. What month do you plant potatoes? Uh, usually in the winter, I think they have them available in January at the local store. And they'll have various kinds. You can go buy a few of these and a few of those, different varieties. Have you ever tried planting potatoes in a bale of straw? I have not. But what I do is in the bucket, once they start growing, I throw straw in them. And so that the uh, vines will stay more upright. Mm -hmm. But they would work in a straw bale garden. So you, you should wait to prune your trees, your fruit trees, until they're dormant, right? You would go in and prune for structure, get out any dead, diseased, or dying. But there's also summer pruning, and which happens in like after they have fruited. So depending on your tree, July, August, September, you go in and just kind of cut the branches back. Because a lot of fruit will bloom, on, or fruit and bloom, on second year wood. So technically it sounds like first year wood, but it's really second year wood. And um, so then you get a, a better crop. Bernice likes to keep her fruit trees short too. Yeah, I don't like getting on a ladder much anymore either. <laughs> so I really, really pruned back my uh, peach trees or actually nectarine trees. I have nectarines. While the leaves are still on them or do you wait till they're bare root? Or I mean, when during the winter or during the summer, mm -hmm. um, they're pretty resilient. I did both. 
I mean, I severely cut them back and they're still, you know, hanging in there. And you still get fruit the next year? Yeah. Do you know anyone who's successful at growing avocado trees in our area? Avocados are one of those interesting um, trees. Your neighbor could have a perfectly wonderful avocado tree and you can't grow one. It's just the way it is around here. But yeah, we do have some people who have wonderful uh, avocado trees. And they are developing avocados that do better in the colder weather. I mean, not like Minnesota cold, but our kind of cold. And they've been experimenting with those. So hopefully soon, we'll have some that grow awesome in our area. Mm -hmm. Do you have citrus trees, Nancy? Yes, I do. I have some very, very old citrus trees. I have a lemon, lime, a navel orange, and a mandarin. And do you cover them for frost, or are they too big? They're too big. So what survives, survives when we have a frost. That's right. I still have plenty of lemons and limes. Yeah. They have started suckering, though. Oh, yeah. They're really spiny suckers. Yeah, you've got to get those pruned out. My mandarin does that, too. My mandarin's really small, and I don't get a lot of uh, fruit from it, so I make sure I get it all covered and, you know, protect it, because I want each and every little mandarin, because they're so Mm -hmm. yummy. Do they have seeds? Mine do not. Oh, that's nice. Mine have big old seeds in them. How about a Meyer lemon? I do not have the mandarin is the only citrus that I have. Oh. But I don't have anything else. I have two fig trees, two nectarine trees, a pear, and the mandarin in my little backyard. That's good. Yeah. The UC Master Gardeners have events coming up in Clusa County. We're going to have another Take and Make at Home kit. Watch for the details in our newsletter and Facebook. Jerry, the last Take and Make at Home kit was great. It was a pumpkin and people glued succulents on it. Yeah, that was a great kit. They got to take home the kit because we can't have workshops right now. And we had 26 kits. 25 of those were new people to our program. And so that was wonderful because people can't always come to a specific time. And so this is something that we're going to continue to do. We're going to do one in December. And uh, we're not sure what it is yet. We're going to finalize that on Friday. But if you um, watch our Facebook page and our newsletter, we'll let you know when they come out. And you can pick them up at our office. We um, were looking at something that's maybe around $10 this time. We're going to price everything out on Friday, and we'll let you know what's coming up. We're also going to have a free STEAM kit for young kids available soon. STEAM is Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math. And what is the free STEAM kit going to be for the young kids? So the first one we're going to do is using a food service glove, which is clear. And so you get wet cotton balls, put it in each of the fingers, and then put some seed in each of the fingers. And then you would tape it to a window that has uh, you know, sunny window. And then you'll watch the seeds grow. And kids just love watching seeds grow. What kind of seed? We think we're going to do lettuce seed because it's good for this time of the year. And then you could take them out and plant them in containers outside. 
That's a great idea. Yeah. And then Giving Tuesdays, December 1st, what do the Master Gardeners use the donations for? We have started, brand new, a demonstration garden in Williams. It's with the um, Office of Education at the Education Village. So the money will go towards that for buying plants and equipment, irrigation supplies. So Nancy, what are some timely topics for November and December? Well, November is a good time to put your dormant sprays on your fruit trees for peach leaf curl. You should be spraying your dormant sprays on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Valentine, right around there. It's also a good time to protect your frost-sensitive plants, such as your citrus and succulents. It's a good time to plant bare root roses. And also adjust your irrigation schedule when the rain starts. So Nancy, what are you doing in your garden right now? Right now I have broccoli and cauliflower and I'm clearing out all my old tomatoes and getting rid of the weeds. I have so many snails in my garden. How do you get rid of your snails? Well, you know, they, a lot of people say, you know, put a container of beer out there, but I'm like, why waste the beer? <laughs> so there's two kinds of snail bait that you can use. One of them is cheaper than the other, and one of them is more expensive. Usually the expensive one is the one that is okay for animals, because if your cat comes along and eats the snail, then your cat can get sick and possibly die. So you want, if you have pets, you want to get the one that specifically says that it is safe for pets and um, livestock. Mm-hmm. But I'm into the baits rather than you can put a board out and then the snails come up under them and then you could smash them. And after rains, I do like to go outside and squish them all with my feet as they're trying to come across the sidewalk. Uh, You know, there's just some kind of satisfaction to that. What about, do you have mice? Yes, I have mice. Do you have a cat? Yes. Yeah. My cats are good at getting the mice. So are mine. And then they bring them to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason, this is the first time I've lived in his house for 20 years, and all of a sudden I have rats. And I don't know why, but my cat Margie loves catching the rats, and then he brings them to us. So um, cats are very good at mice. There's also, you know, different kinds of uh, baits for them, and traps and all kinds of stuff and you know you could pick those up anywhere but we have information in our office about that or you go to ipm.ucanr.edu for information about lots of insects and vertebrate pests such as mice and rats so i'm raking a lot of leaves i have three large fruitless mulberries i live in town and so um, i rake a lot of leaves I rake them in the clear areas and then leave the leaves so that they'll mulch around the flowers. So I've been doing a lot of that and also cutting back my perennials so that they'll look better next year and they'll come out um, looking more fresh rather than a lot of dead uh, stuff in there.
So we have some questions here. Moms are great flowers this time of the year. Stores usually have tons of them. What advice do we have for planting and care so that they don't die a few weeks after purchase? Well, you should make sure they're watered and then deadhead the flowers so they don't get too long and droop over. And then it's also important to plant them outside. Yeah, they can be um, year-round flowers. They're just, uh, they bloom in the fall, but they're nice green plants for the rest of the year. The holidays are upon us and poinsettias will be out soon. What is the best way to take care of a poinsettia? If one isn't red, how do you turn it red? Uh, any special fertilizer? Can they be kept and planted after the holidays? Well, poinsettias do not like wet feet. In other words, water them in the sink and let the water drain out and then put them back in the sleeve. The color red is red. They will not change color. No fertilizer is needed. Poinsettias are native to Mexico. They don't like cold weather. They also naturally bloom in January. You can keep one alive, but it's pretty hard. They're basically a disposable plant. Should I buy a real tree for Christmas and then plant it after the holidays? Will I shock the tree moving from indoors to outdoors? And will the Christmas ornaments and lights damage the tree? Well, if you have room in your garden, you can purchase a real tree and then plant it afterwards. But remember, it'll get really big. Before you purchase this tree, take it out of the container and look at the roots. They should be white and not wrapped around the pot. You will not shock it going from indoor to outdoor, but you do want to keep it well watered while inside and plant it soon after the holidays because they tend to get really dry inside. And no, the ornament, ornaments and lights will not damage the tree. And what are the best plants uh, to gift for the holidays? I love Christmas cactus. They bloom right around Christmas. They're really pretty. They grow well in this area. Um, succulents, house plants, such as a peace plant would be great. Other holiday gifts for the gardener could include tools, seeds, containers, and I really like gardening gloves. Ooh, gardening gloves. You know, for gardening people, when we get something that's gardening like those gloves we gotta get crazy <laughs> it's like us getting a bottle of wine you know it's just like oh a new plant we're so crazy about that have you ever given anyone one of those giant amaryllis for christmas not in a long time but they're so pretty and then you can plant them outdoors later mm -hmm. how about those pruners that bernice had that's a good gardening oh bernice in one of our videos she had these pruners that were battery operated Oh my gosh, as you get older, your hands, you know, they just don't work the way they do, or you prune a lot. Those were fabulous. So you'll have to go onto our Facebook page and find the video that has uh, Bernice pruning, summer pruning, her peach tree, and check out those pruners. Those were fabulous. Everyone at the meeting wanted them. Yeah. You know, I love shopping for plants. And if somebody gave me a plant for the holidays or as a hostess gift, I would just be just excited about that. Yes, I love those Christmas cactus. Yeah. They're so pretty when they bloom. Yeah, I don't have one of those. I do have a bunch of houseplants now. I used to have a lot of houseplants, and I just got back into it recently.
Nancy, thank you for joining me on the inaugural episode of our podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Until next time, keep those hands dirty. For more information or insightful tips and gardening hints, visit the Master Gardeners of Calusa County on Facebook or visit our website, cecalusa.ucanr.edu. Remember to sign up for our monthly gardening newsletter. A link will be in the notes of the show. Do you have a gardening question? Send it to glhernandez at ucanr.edu. Thank you for listening to A Garden Runs Through It, a podcast of the UC Master Gardener Program of Calusa County, produced by RadioCalusa.com.